Welcome back, everyone, to Movies Are Spiritual. We are doing our top movies, our favorite movies of all time series. So this episode, we're going to cover my third favorite movie of all time and talk about why it's spiritual, what we see in it. Our number three pick for me is Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. A lot of people probably pick Return of the King, but my favorite was always the first one. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just comfortable with the dark gloom and stuff. But this movie, to me, had some horror influences. The ring wraiths look gloriously spooky, you know? I thought they were so creepy, and I was just fascinated by this movie. I'd never seen anything like it in the fantasy world, and it was like a modern type of Star Wars to me. So those are some of the reasons that I liked this movie when I saw it in theaters. Spiritually, here are some themes that I saw in it. This is actually supposed to be a part of a, a fictional telling of Catholicism. J.R. Tolkien wrote those Lord of the Rings books as a way to tell that story. And initially it wasn't intentional, it was maybe subconscious, but he says that when he revised the story, it was a conscious decision to tell the story of Catholicism through those books. And you can see that in the film. I mean, it shows up in a few places. You've got a few characters. Aragorn, he's supposed to be this king, the rightful king that's not on the throne at the time. And that's kind of a parallel possibly to Jesus. So he's a savior figure who has to claim his ultimate throne at the end. Frodo, he's got this task of carrying the ring, which is like this unbearable task that puts this huge weight of the world on his shoulders. And he didn't ask for this task. He has to suffer through this whole movie and run through or run from all of these creatures, the ring wraiths. So I looked at him as maybe like the righteous sufferer type of archetype. He's almost a form of a Jesus figure there. And I also liked just the ring wraiths because to me they represented almost a ghost-like or a demon-like spiritual threat. So you could almost look at some of the ring wraith stuff as a spiritual warfare interpretation. I mean, they're kind of in this other realm when Frodo puts the ring on. And what's that place that they go to? I keep wanting to say The Further, but I know that's a different movie. That's the Insidious trilogy. Anybody remember? I don't remember. No. The, the eye could see you. Yeah, yeah. Everything turns white and it looks like like it's all windy and the ring wraiths are able to see the person wearing the ring so it's almost like there's two dimensions depicted in the film and you could look at that similarly to the matrix where there is a physical world and there's a spiritual world so two worlds in one kind of like our world if you believe in the spiritual so that's what i saw in this movie now i'm gonna punt it to you guys and you tell me do you think this movie should be in the conversation of best movies of all time and did you see anything different than i saw in this film spiritually or what do you think i think the trilogy would definitely be in the conversation for at least greatest groundbreaking movies of all time because they did something that the way star wars kind of upped everything back in the 70s and then jurassic park in the 90s so when lord of the rings came and they're doing all these different things they again it was kind of groundbreaking the way they shot everything all three books in one you know four or five year time frame or whatever it was a different way of doing things and they were really good they'd be in the conversation i've seen this movie one time and i saw it in the theaters when it came out only once wow i hated it really 
I hated the entire trilogy. I cannot wait wow. to hear why. I thought it was boring. Ah. It was boring. It was walking and talking and more walking and more talking. And then he'd have a couple fight scenes. I got so bored in the first movie that I actually got up and went out into the lobby, struck up a conversation with the theater owner. And this was in Hoopston. <clears throat> went outside and smoked a cigar with the owner for 20 minutes. <laughs> Came back in, movie got over. I went and saw the second one. And again, I'm just like, oh, I just, I can't. And it's, it's weird is because I love those kind of movies. So you would think that would have been right up my alley. I can't sit in the movie for three and a half hours watching this stuff. Like we saw the third one in the theater and they had the five different like false endings before they actually ended the movie. I was with you like, on that one. You were, somebody in the theater went, when is this movie over? It's just not up my alley. That's all I can say about it. I have no desire to watch those movies. They're, they come on TV. I, I don't watch them. I just, I can't do it. Is fantasy part uh, of the issue too? Like the no, fantasy I mean, I, I no, because I like Willow. It, that's not it. It was just something about it just never grabbed me. Ah. But with that said, with that said, I will say I, I agree with Doug that the overall, the way they did it, that's an epic, epic series, and that they they knocked it all out at once. So the you know so the continuity between all the actors they did you know they could just flow from one movie to the next. I mean that's it's a huge project. I thought visually it was really well done. Visually looked really neat. It looked cool. I guess when you say like what's some of the greatest like film franchises of all time, I think you could throw Lord of the Rings in there. I don't want to say that I think they're bad movies. It's just it didn't grab my attention. It's like I saw them and it just I I, I can say I saw them. You know what I mean. So, so to be honest with you, I don't remember anything <laughs> about this movie. I remember walking trees. That I was think in that's the in second movie. one. Okay, so yeah, he liked the first one. Uh, the first one. I don't remember anything about it. You <laughs> shall not pass. I remember that part. Is that the first one or is that the third yeah, one? Yeah, that is the first one. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'm just going to shut up because I have nothing to add. <laughs> well, Boromir has a really good redemption arc, too, because he tries to take the ring from Frodo. And you can tell that he's been influenced by the ring. The voice of the ring and the eye, I mean, it's starting to get to him. You could look at that as spiritual influence. And so he goes to try to take the ring. You can almost parallel that to Adam and Eve being tempted to take the fruit from the tree in the Garden of Eden. But then he gets his redemption because, you know, he doesn't get the ring. And then later, when the orcs attack, Boromir defends Frodo. It gives his life for him. So there's a pretty powerful redemption scene there that death scene i always found pretty moving he yeah, was an ahead. animal on that i loved that one i mean it's the way to go out if well you live yeah. in that kind of world i actually turned from disliking boromir to liking him because of that scene i mean i was like oh, i don't like this guy and then his death scene, I was like, I take back everything I ever said about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very interesting character because everyone else at that meeting was living in peace behind this great army that he was in charge of. So nobody was under the kind of stress that he was under. You know, everyone understood that how bad everything can be and all of that, but no one else was in that kind of stress. Like I have seen my best friends and family die defending against this evil while you guys sit back here and, you know, dance and drink beer and all this, I want to use this ring to save my people. It wasn't like he was the bad guy in this situation. And yeah, I think he was definitely tempted and that just pushed him over the 
top, but at the same point, I can sympathize with them because even though it may not be the right thing to do, it seems like the proper thing to do. I don't, I don't know, making the wrong sacrifice, maybe. Mm -hmm. The redemption story was great. His death scene was epic. Poor Sean Bean dies in everything he's in. <laughs> I really do enjoy those movies. Um, I'm not as hyped about them as other people, I think. Um, truthfully, I'd rather watch the Harry Potter saga over Lord of the Rings. And at my age... A lot of people may snicker at that, but I really did like the Harry Potter movies. But not to say, not to take anything away from Lord of the Rings, it was, it's amazing. I've got the extended versions on DVD and, well, you know, once a year I'll pop, actually pop them in and, you know, have an epic weekend, you know, <laughs> 12, 13 hours, however long it is. I was going to say, how long is it, like, yeah, yeah, the, to watch one movie? Because the extended three versions, and a half hours already. Yeah, the extended versions are over four each, I think. I can't. <laughs> I wouldn't get through it. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be like the medieval ages, but it the big battles and the epicness, they do kind of make me think of those battles in the Bible, in the Old Testament, between the Israelites and some of the other nations around. They make me think of those battles. And now I'm going to get really weird on you again for a second, but you know how in Lord of the Rings, they're fighting orcs? I don't know if orcs mm -hmm. are just supposed to represent evil, maybe, but if I were to go back to ancient Judaism and what they thought again, remember how I've kind of talked about the whole idea of the Nephilim? There were yeah. supposedly these evil spirits who didn't like that God made humans. They had children with human women that were half god half human the idea in ancient judaism is they're what corrupted the earth before the flood well their descendants end up being the giant clans in the bible so all these other nations that the ancient israelites were fighting like the amorites and the amalekites they're thought to be the descendants of those half god beings so what's interesting about that is if you think about it that way then whoever israel was fighting if that was true they're half evil spirit they're not actually fully human. So you could almost look at these Lord of the Rings epic battles as a replay of Judaism. Maybe they're fighting these giant orc-like creatures back then. I mean, I, I don't know what a giant looks like. I don't know if any of us do, but it's very interesting if you want to get into the weird, the deeper side of theology there. Right. Now I just freaked everyone out. <laughs> Oh, it makes it interesting. Never thought about it that yeah. way. Yeah, if anybody wants to yeah. read about that, it's actually from the Book of Enoch or the Book of Giants, some Second Temple Jewish literature. But what's weird is the New Testament writers, Jude and Peter, they, they pick up some of that material and quote Enoch. So it makes you wonder whether or not that stuff's actually a part of their thought process or just the literature of the day. Mm -hmm. I like it, but I'm a theology nerd. So, all yeah, right. So sense. my last question for you then, which I'll ask this to Doug since Drew doesn't. Uh... <laughs> you already know my answer. Yeah. What are, you, what are you saying? Is Fellowship of the Ring <laughs> the odd one to pick as the best, as my favorite of the three? Or is, not, is not. the usual Return of the King, is that the normal go-to? Yeah, Return of the King, that was epic. You know, it was an epic ending that kept going and going. It was the coming together. And I think that one 
everyone goes to mainly because it was nominated for all these awards. Did it deserve it? Absolutely. Absolutely. But at the same time, the first two probably deserved it just as much. But I think by the time the third one came around, everyone was like, this trilogy is so great that they had to throw it out there and almost had to win. So, you know, this is the one that won all of the awards. So that's kind of the trendy thing to do is to get in there and be part of that. I agree with you 100%. I, I think the first one is the best. I like all of them being together. Not saying that the other two are hard to follow. They aren't. But there's a little bit more to think about with that because you bring in more characters. You have more plot lines. You know, this is going on. This is going on. This is going on. Meanwhile, this is going on. And, you know, it's not hard to keep up with. But at the same point, the first one is just a little more calm. I guess, uh, when it comes to it. it, still has plenty of action, a lot more comedy. I like all four Hobbits being together. I think that's cool. Uh, so yeah, the first one is my favorite of three as well. I also forgot to mention earlier, I like the theme of the temptation of the ring because you wonder what is the ring supposed to represent? Because when people are tempted with it, they generally have good intentions and they think they're going to do something good with it. And I think if you want to think about the subject of temptation, like we usually don't fall for stupid stuff like, hey, go do this really terrible thing. There's usually some way that we rationalize it to make it reasonable in our heads. And then we just kind of slowly move in that direction. And maybe before we know it, we've done something that we don't really want to have done. And mm -hmm. I see that in this film because everybody's got good intentions and they want to use the ring for something good. It just, it sneaks up on them like that. So I think that's a yeah. really interesting spiritual theme I saw. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think most people see in most cases, you Everyone tries to justify it, and a lot of times you can convince yourself that you are. I mean, that was the original one with Satan or Lucifer um, betraying God. He felt like he was doing the right thing, and then everything that follows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. All right, guys, well, thanks for joining me. We'll be back soon with another quick cast on favorite movies of all time. We'll see ya.